thank you for listening to yes another podcast on the real fun dc app or wherever you get your podcast uh this is yes another podcast and as always you can email us at yes another podcast at gmail.com or you can follow and tweet us at yes another pod on twitter or follow our ig where we post some funny memes from time to time some pictures and some audio clips from the show at yes another podcast so uh for the first time in yes another podcast history you're hearing a different voice starting the show uh, you're not used to hearing this voice starting the show are you that's right unfortunately our boy carlos is not with us tonight uh he had a prior engagement but we wanted to make sure we get some content out for y'all uh for the yes another podcast fans and for our real fun dc family so this episode is brought to you exclusively by your boy daris and our guy breaker so what's up, Breaker? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. Los, don't worry about it, man. We're going to hold it down, man. He, it down. <laughs> he was he hit us kind of last minute in a panic. Like, I think I need you guys to hold the show down. Uh, do it this way. Do it this way. Do it this way. Like, yeah, we got it, man. We got it. Yeah, we, yeah, we do yeah, this. Don't worry. I think we've been doing it long <laughs> enough, man. I think we got it. You know? <laughs> we can, we're, we'll hold down the fort. We, uh, we will bring you... Another quality show here on Yes Another Podcast. Uh, what's up, Breaker? What's uh, what's where, where can people follow you on social media? Oh man, you can follow me at Breaker Breaker One Nine on Instagram. Uh, so it, it's funny. Uh, this week here, well, I still got Friday left, so maybe tomorrow mm-hmm. I want to go off my Twitter. Okay, and okay. So by next episode, I'll be go ahead and uh, letting you know what my. Twitter, Twitter handle is man. Twitter, Twitter is a crazy place, and and it's not one of those places I would, I wouldn't. Uh, it's it's hard to put it. I wouldn't tell somebody to dive right in to the depths of Twitter right away. Start so when you start your Twitter account. Uh, by the way, I can be followed at the underscore game eight three six on Twitter, on Instagram, on uh, YouTube, and Twitch as well. What I would say is, when you start, just follow some follow a few accounts. Don't 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 jump in right away and follow a hundred, two hundred accounts. I would say follow a few of your you know a few of your friends, follow a couple of your your favorite sports athletes and 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 news outlets. You know whether you you like getting your news from Bleacher Report and ESPN or whether you like getting your news from your local news networks. Start by following some of those accounts first. Keep you know bring yourself in slowly. And then as you go along, you know, you'll start seeing content from other pages that get, you know, likes and retweets from whatever pages that you currently follow. So th- that's my way of introducing you to Twitter. I would just say slowly win yourself in because if you dive, if you dive right in and start following <laughs> the, the, the craziness that is, uh, whether it's politics or, or black Twitter or, or the dare I say MAGA Twitter, <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. will you will find yourself uh, wanting to run away really quickly. <laughs> yeah, I keep hearing you guys talk about this black Twitter. I mean, it, so when I hear that, I think of what we what that thing is, uh, Black Planet. Is it something like Black Planet? <laughs> it is. It is not like Black Planet. It is. Oh, okay. It's basically my definition of what Black Twitter is. Is it's just it's like a it's a collective comedic uh output from black folks on the social media platform it's just it's it's a uh, it's it's coming together it's it's black people on twitter coming together for 
usually either comedic purposes or maybe a social purpose. Uh, you know, whether it's through challenges like that, whether it's through movements like, uh, um, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter, or whether it's uh, funny stuff like the the superpowers uh, thing that we were going through back in mid December, yeah, it, stuff like that. That kind of stuff yeah. is is engineered by what folks dub as Black Twitter, and it's it just you know, for the yeah. most part, it makes for comedic genius. Um, but sometimes you know they'll dive into the serious sides of things. So, gotcha. Um, gotcha. yeah, so j- just like I said, wing yourself into Twitter. Don't. <laughs> please don't don't dive all the way in because you'll run away quickly <laughs> yeah it's funny i mean i had twitter before like i had it uh years ago then what happened is uh i forgot like my password when i upgraded ah. my phone and i just never got back in i was just like oh well i guess that's one less social media thing i'm gonna have <laughs> um we're, so just before we before we close out this segment we were talking um prior to the show about our our work schedules and, uh, you know, I was telling you that, like, <laughs> getting up at getting up at four or five in the morning to go to work, I don't think will ever be for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I, it's funny because I, I always feel like I could work overnight shifts. Like if, if, if someone asked me to work a, a, a 11 p.m. To, to 6 or 7 a.m. kind of thing, I feel like I could do that. Because I like being up at night. I wouldn't prefer to do that. I would prefer to use my being up at night to be at home at my leisure. Mm-hmm. But I could do it. Being asked to work at or to, to get up at 4 a.m. to work, you know, 5, 6 a.m. to noon or 1 or whatever it is. It's a struggle for me, man. <laughs> I, uh, it, and mainly it's because I just like, like I said, I like being up at night. I, I guess I'm an owl. I'm nocturnal. I just, it's just something that's peaceful about everybody and everybody else in the house asleep. You know, your, your neighborhood is all asleep and you're just up, you're just up watching TV peacefully. You're playing video games peacefully uh, or rambunctiously. If you're me and yelling at people <laughs> on video games, uh, it, it's, it's just something it's, it's a peace of mind at night being up. It, and I just don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about me. I've been like that basically since high school. Uh, you know, I would I would be up until I'd be up until two, three in the morning, and then wake up and go to school <laughs> the the next morning at you know whatever it is seven eight a.m. Are, are you like that? Is or do you know people that are like that? Uh, well, you know what's strange to me, like when you with this conversation, is the fact that okay, so we work in radio. Well, you know, we work in radio, right? Yeah. So and uh, and and we well we know each other. We met through promotion. So and, and promotions is uh it's it's, it's a different animal. It's it's his own beast. Oh, it is. So it is. So you know, with this conversation, there'd be times that we just be working around the clock. So uh, defining night from day, you know, there, there, there's there's no definition in it at all. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, with my full time and you know, always having a full time is like, you know, the traditional, you get up early in the morning, you go to work. Right. But, you know, like I said, to go back to radio at the same time with having a full time, it's like, okay, I would go I wake up in the morning, work my full time. I would go home, take a little power nap. <laughs> then, you know, then I'm off to work in the club. 
And then after working the club, go to the radio station, you know, and this is nothing that's like a shocker to any of us. Go to the radio station, sleep a little bit in a radio station, the promotions, the office or wherever, you know. Had, you had those know. nights, yeah. And then you went to the event. And, you know, that's just life. Uh, nowadays, uh, <laughs> it's like, it gets to a point like around six, seven o'clock. Definitely by eight o'clock, it's like, I'm in bed. I'm thinking, <laughs> like, how did I used to do that? I, I, I mean, a lot of it, a lot of it was just driven by, some of it was driven by fun, for sure. I, you know, I think in our time in promotions, we did have fun with what we were doing. You know, yeah. we, we got to do cool things like, yeah, like you said, go to clubs and go to concerts and go to sporting events and amusement parks and, uh, you know, then we did not so thing, not so fun things like go to gas stations and <laughs> and and, uh, and things like that. But, but I mean, we had to do some cool stuff. So some of that stuff was was motivationally motivationally driven, um, as well as getting paid for it too. But money is the especially the fees. Ooh man. Um, but <laughs> I think. See, so you bring up the point of your you're full time. I think consistency helps if you're consistently having to get up at you know whatever it is five oh, six a.m. <laughs> even on the weekends when when you're looking to sleep in, I'm still waking up. Right, right, yeah. You just naturally wake up, but at least your body is used to it. Me, for example, I'm I'm you know I'm part time in my current gig, so I don't have consistency currently. I you know one one or two days I'm working at five six a.m. The other two days I'm working at uh, you know five six p.m. Uh, so wow. I, yeah, you know it's the consistency probably would help in that situation. Um, but so are you are you like so are you? Uh, I'm sorry, but are you, what, what are yeah. you coffee energy energy drinks or? <sighs> Man, I, I, I see. I don't do energy drinks anymore, just because uh, you know, just like health stuff. I always worry about that kind of stuff messing with me internally, like that. blood. Say that, I'm, I'm, well, I'm, 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 just, I'm serious. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a larger gentleman. Anybody that knows me or, or mm -hmm. seen me on social media, I'm, a, I'm a gentleman of larger stature. You're, you're much more fit than I am. Mm -hmm. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I always worry about stuff like that. I, you know, I'm. I'm, I'm I have high blood pressure and stuff like that. So I don't want energy drinks to be the reason that my blood pressure remains high. <laughs> so I try to avoid stuff like that. And I, and then I don't like coffee. So I, really, man, I just, I just make it, I just make it work somehow. Wow. <laughs> I just make it work somehow. Out of desperation, I'll, I'll do a five hour energy shot. If I can, you know, if I'm, if I'm like dead tired and not, I just no way I'm going to make it. I'll, I'll do a five hour energy shot. Um, I'll have an occasional monster. Um, you know, my, my fraternity used to be sponsored by monster. So I used to, when I was in college, I used to live off a of monster. So that's another reason why I don't do it much anymore. Just cause I consumed so much at one point in my life. Okay. But, um, no, nah, yeah, I, I, sometimes I just, I just make it, but see what I find myself doing though, is uh, say, for example, yesterday, I, I had to get up at, I had to get up at 4am to be at work by five and we were on air by six. Um, yesterday afternoon, I, I, I slept all afternoon long pretty much. So last night I, I gave myself cutoff time last night. I was like, I'm gonna be in bed by 11 ish. So that way, you know, I can get a few hours of sleep before I got to be up before you. I was in bed by 11 ish. I never got to sleep. 
So I basically got no sleep last night. But as soon as I got home today, I slept for the rest of the day and up until basically right, uh, you know, an hour before we started recording here. So it, <laughs> I don't know, man, it's it's tough, but I figure out a way to just make it through without energy drinks and coffee. Man, you make me think it's like some of the best sleep is when you like got the TV on and you're sitting there and you're probably like watching the game or something. You just like just doze off. <laughs> and you, wake up, you know, it's like, damn, yeah, about 30 points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that yeah and, and that that is I mean that post work sleep is definitely the best for sure I I do get some of my best sleep post work than I do on a day off probably uh but at the same time you know it sucks sleeping away your afternoon or your evening because yeah. you know there could be other things that you want to do but when the sleep is good the sleep is good yeah. <laughs> now speaking of sleep we were just talking about our wacky or at least my wacky sleep schedule <laughs> the there's been some pictures surfacing lately of members of the national guard and various other military branches sleeping on the floors of the u.s capitol um the last couple of days and pretty much looks like they're going to be sleeping on the floors of the of the capitol and other federal buildings for the next week uh of course as we lead up to the almighty day that is the presidential inauguration on uh, what is that January 20th that's going to be yep, on the 20th, next Wednesday. yeah and I mean man if, if you're from the DC metropolitan area and or you live in the DC metropolitan area currently and you're seeing these images of these large fences that are going up and these street closures that are happening you know, here we are a week a week earlier than the actual inauguration. It's a it's a crazy time in this city right now, man. Yeah, let me, let me tell you. So, uh, so for those who don't know, so my full time for full time, I work in the uh, property management field. So it's more so like on the building engineering side and you know property uh, like maintenance side, but more so than anything. So, uh, long story short. So I have a property out in Herndon, Virginia that I live in Annapolis. So I get up early in the morning. I go to Herndon. That's a hike. It, it is. It's crazy, right? Uh, not, 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 my, not my vehicle, not my gas. So, you know, it's, it's all good. So, there you go. There you go. Clap it up for that. <laughs> so, I, so, so, so I go there and, I, you know, I go there, do what I need to do at that property. And, but then I turn around and I go and I have a property in D.C. over in Northwest. So uh, uh, usually take 66 to go to D.C., which are, you know, come down Constitution Avenue. Now, Monday and Tuesday is, you know, I took that way and it was fine. Uh, as of yesterday, it was a nightmare because they had they had it blocked off because, you know, right there you have the White House, you have uh, the Capitol and, you know, and all the, the monuments. So. They have all the road closures and stuff blocked off. So it was a complete nightmare trying to detour and find a way. Long story short, I had to go back through Virginia to go find the, go on the other side of D.C. to get my property. Now, I'm saying to myself, if it's like this now, <laughs> needless to say, I'm not working. Yeah. On inauguration day. Yeah. Uh, it's... Yeah. 
man. And, I, and I, this one, is, it seems like a lot of uh, the businesses and companies down in that area are going to, uh, I, I guess, give their employees off inauguration day and and some some employees are going to even have off the days leading up to inauguration day. of course monday is uh, martin luther king day so a lot of yeah. companies and businesses will be closed anyway but uh, but even those days leading up because there's just gonna be so much there right now it's a lot of just shrouded mystery about what could happen down there which is which is scary all in itself yeah you know if you you tune in the cnn and other news networks right now they're talking about how the fbi and other agencies have received tips of potential threats to the inauguration and and potential uh, uh riots at state capitals across the nation and things of that sort which is it's, it's basically terror attacks from within our own country which is <laughs> it's mind-boggling to even say that it, terror attacks within our own country within from our own people it just it doesn't i can't even process that i just said that that i just that those words came out of my mouth and that i hear this so often the last couple of days and these days leading up to the inauguration and yeah if you see some of the pictures it's it's really it's really ominous or ominous that we have i think they had the most national guard and other military branches in the dc area right now since I, I don't even remember, I don't even remember when it was, but it's basically been uh, decades since they've had to have this many military forces in the city to prepare for the inauguration. And, well, you know, uh, it's just crazy, man. Well, another thing that comes to mind too, and if I'm not mistaken, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm not tripping. So, you know, uh, in our nation's capital in DC, they have uh, what you call, you know, no fly zones. And right, uh, yeah. so with all this stuff that's going on, of course, it's like military helicopters and stuff. But there are, you know, there's been like, you know, helicopters flying over for, you know, any potential like, you know, uh, I guess like air attack, maybe, <sighs> you know. And I mean, and, and, and it's wild because, like I said, because it's, it's a total no-fly zone. So they got like rockets and stuff like, you know, missiles and stuff set up on top of like roofs, you know, waiting to shoot down, you know, whatever. So, uh, and uh, it's just, yeah, like you said, it's just unbelievable that these are the days that we're living in. It's like, and this is like on top of the fact that we're in a pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would think being in a pandemic, first of all, would mean, would say to, you know, the American people, who would typically come to inaugurations to celebrate, you know, their new president being uh, being brought into the White House. Uh, I would I would think that it being a pandemic would tell those people this isn't the year to come down to D.C. anyway. This isn't the year to come and celebrate your president. Just sit back home and watch it on TV, just like uh, like most people should do in the first place. <laughs> but uh, now the mayor. Uh, Mariel Bowser, she's officially declared this as a pre-disaster declaration for the inauguration coordination. And uh, I, I mean, basically, she she's saying she put out a statement where she's saying, don't come to D.C., please, like, sell it, just watch the inauguration, celebrate the inauguration from the comfort of your homes, from the comfort of your home state. Do not come to D.C. This is not the year for it. And it's sad that it's like that, but 
like you said, it's a combination of being in a pandemic and unfortunately these potential threats of, of, of Trumpites or whatever you want to call them, uh, you know, folks who believe that the, the election was rigged, who want their voices to be heard. And it sounds like, unfortunately, you want their voices voice to be heard with potential violence. And it's, it's just really sad. It's, it's disheartening that we have to watch our country go through this. This is, these are the kinds of things that you, you, you would like to think that living in the United States of America, we wouldn't have to go through these kinds of things. These are things that you'd expect from, you know, countries on the other side of the world. You know, you don't expect this from the United States of America. And it's gotta be, it's gotta be jarring for some of the countries on the other side of the world that are watching this stuff on TV and seeing what in the well, world? I thought that's supposed to be the free. Yeah, yeah, you know, it is embarrassing. Total embarrassment, man. And you know, and it's like, and what it is is a, it's a sickening like ideology, uh, ideological like uh, thought that someone is trying to take their rights and take. You know, uh, what's the biggest thing? No one's going to take my guns. It's like, like, dude, like, who the who is saying that they're going to take your guns? Like, you know. It's, it's 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 saddening, and it's it's a group of people that just thinks that way, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. It's like in, and it's clear, you know, from what we witnessed and what we've seen, what we're witnessing. It's like there's no change in these people's minds, and whatever it is they believe, you know, and 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 their president. Uh, their president, you know, what, what, what low shoes you say? 45. <laughs> Don 45. 45 is not backing them. He's hiding. Well, that's, and I think that's what the, you, you stole what I was going to say, which was that there's no change in their minds. And you would, you would think that the way to change their minds is for, you know, their gracious leader to say, hey, stop. You know, stand down. It doesn't need to come to this, you know, or 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 even even making admissions to, you know, hey, I I took it too far. The inaugural, you know, the election wasn't rigged. I just was, you know, trying to reach all my sources to find a way to win. Unfortunately, at the end of the day, I didn't win. If he, if he, you would think if he came out and made statements like that, that kind of stuff would maybe ease some tempers, but. I don't think they would. I think if, uh, for one, I don't think he would make statements like that because we've, you know, we've seen how he's been for the last four years where, you know, he, he, <laughs> he doesn't stand down. He doesn't, he doesn't admit to being wrong, basically. Uh, you know, which is, you know, that's his personality. It's kind of how he's always been, even when, before he was president. Uh, but even if he, let's say he does make those statements. Let's say he's, he's told by all of his advisors, you have to make these statements. You have to correct this. Do those people even believe him if he does make those statements? I don't think they do. I don't think they do. No, I, I, I don't. And like I said, and it just goes back to, like I said, man, if someone, this is always like my whole thought, even like with all the mess stuff, you know, uh, all the protests that's been going on. As you, you're, you're trying to change someone's mind. Uh, like I said, if someone doesn't like you, they just don't like you. Uh, and, but, but the thing that I want to stand out the most, you know, when it's all said and done is 
the fact that there are more we are more united than what it's given credit for because there's more people that are against that type of hate and bigotry than there is that small group because that small group is what we're seeing mm-hmm. you know that that small group is what we're seeing of ignorance you know we we call it, you know what it is it's just straight ignorance that just they're not the brightest people you know they are not the brightest great people as, as you've seen from a lot of them getting locked up over the last week from attending last week's uh, 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 insurrection, I guess is what the term is. So, yeah, you're yeah. right. They're not the brightest people. So it's it's like, you know, it it it, it exists. It is out here. Uh, I can say I'm just loving the fact that I'm seeing how united we are as a people, how far we've come as a country. I mean, if you think about the stuff that this, where this country was when it started to where it's at now, it's like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm loving the fact, like, look, there's more people out here that's saying like, we do not want that. You know, that's a stain on our history that, you know, we can't erase, you know, cause it happened, but we don't want that. Nobody wants that. It should never have been. You know, and then you have this small group of idiots that like just just feels like something is being taken away from them, and and, and it's not. If anything, you you you're you're stopping yourself. You're you're being your own your own roadblock in the road. You yeah. know, so uh, I I just I, I pray over next week's inauguration. You know, I pray over these next few days and, you know, just, just, just hope that things don't turn out to be as bad as what is expected. But um, preparation is needed because, like I said, if we witnessed, you know, uh, last week what happened, it's like, you know, you got caught slipping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and that is, you know, definitely, you know, hand clap, golf clap for the preparation that is being made, but yeah, at the end of the day, uh, all we can do is, is hope and have faith that our country is better than this. Um, you know, maybe our faith is, maybe our faith is going to be lost in it, but I, I think, I think we are better than this. I, I hope we're better than this. And uh, I, I, I hope that we have a safe and pleasant inauguration and everything beyond it. That's the best we can do at this point. So the big story in the sports world the last day or two has been James Harden. It's actually been a big story pretty much since the summer or, well, yeah, since the summer, basically, where James Harden has been unhappy uh, in the city of Houston playing for the Rockets. Of course, you know, the Rockets were ousted in the playoffs uh, over the summer in the in the NBA bubble down in Orlando. And basically, they've been outside in the playoffs every year with ease, and they haven't really been living up to the hype that the Rockets were supposed to be under James Harden's tenure as a superstar there in the face of the franchise there. So all that unhappiness has led to several things. It led to Russell Westbrook getting traded, which this would be the, I believe, the second superstar point guard that James Harden has gotten traded <laughs> out of the city uh, during his tenure. Um, uh, and then it 
led to them acquiring, you know, our own John Wall, which we talked about that before on the podcast. So John Wall has gone to Houston and they've acquired some other pieces here and there, but regardless at the end of the day, it wasn't enough for James Harden to be happy in Houston. And the situation reached a boiling point the other night after their loss to the Lakers where James Harden made some comments in his post-game press conference that were really ominous. Uh, and he, I mean, he basically said that what was happening wasn't going to work for him with the team. And that led to John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins making some comments where they were throwing a lot of direct shade at James Harden saying that, you know, Hey, we, we're here to ball. we you know, I'm here to play with John Wall. I'm here to play with DeMarcus Cousins. I'm here to play with Christian Wood. You know, if, if James don't want to be a part of this, then so be it. We ready, we ready to move on. So that led to later the next day, James Harden finally gets traded to Brooklyn, to the Nets, where he can go team up with his old teammate Kevin Durant and his new teammate Crazy Kyrie. <laughs> uh, and it just – this is – the problem with the NBA. And I think this is what turns a lot of people off from the NBA. That's why it will never be as big on a grand scale as the NFL. It is because superstars can do this. They can whine and pout and fold their arms and say, wah, 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 and work their way out of a city because they're unhappy. What say you, Breaker? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, no, I, I was like just so into what you were saying. Like, <laughs> like well, I mean, all right, so, I, I, all right, because you're right, because I'm one of those people that had, uh, like, I'm just now getting back into basketball uh, this season, so I probably didn't watch basketball for, let's say, probably the past, like, six seasons. You know, so literally, like just getting back into it. You know, and why? And why is that? Why would you say you haven't really been watching basketball? So it it was a big turnoff. Like when you start to create these, I call them mega teams. Mm -hmm. You put all these all stars on, you know, one team. It's like okay, so you you know what you're going to get. That's why there's no excitement there. There's no generosity there. You know, see that you have all these all stars on one team. Now, I think when it first happened that I noticed and I you know and I could be wrong was the Boston Big 3, but it wasn't as significant as what people are of as what they're doing now. You know, I I still felt that it was pretty natural during that time when you had Allen, you had Garnett, you had Pierce. But when you started to get into when when it was like LeBron, D Wade, and, and Bosch. I feel like from that point on, it just started because that 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 was the trend from that point on. The only one that had like its own, the only one I feel that still the only team that still has its own like identity, other than when Durant went there, is a uh, Golden State. Right. You no, know, because Golden State there. built that from the ground up. Right. They and, drafted and just, all three. They're they're all stars. And like you said, they, they would never be as big as the NFL due to that, you know, fact. It's that, you know, because NFL, you, you don't, you don't get that. Now, uh, yeah, no, you don't, you don't get that. I, I was even about to say maybe uh, Cleveland getting, uh, what was my man, Backham. 
Mm-hmm. But still, you, you, you're not. It, no, it, it's still, there's just really no, we're comparing apples to oranges, if I, if, if I feel to say that. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't say the NFL is perfect with it. You know, their players are going to do their whining, complaining in the NFL too. Uh, you know, you had like the Le'Veon Bell situation where he held, you know, he had that long contract holdout, uh, didn't play for an entire year, and then, uh, you know, he was a free agent, went and signed with the Jets. Uh, you know, and, yeah, and you see what happened. Le'Veon didn't even turn out to be that great afterwards. Uh, Antonio Brown and how he – basically worked his way out of Pittsburgh after all the drama that surrounded him. Um, there was yeah, o- Odell leading into him getting traded to Cleveland. There was drama with him. So it happens in the NFL too, but I, I guess the, it's the, the scale at which it happens in the NBA because it happens with their mega stars and they, they find their way to going to team up with other mega stars and, and it brings down the quality of the game. It, it, it hurts those smaller market teams that aren't as fortunate to be able to draw in the, that kind of series of stars. You know, the, the, how, how Jimmy Butler worked his way uh, out of Chicago into Minnesota, and then he wasn't happy in Minnesota, so he worked his way to getting traded into Philly. And then they didn't even do anything with him there. You know, they, they ended up getting ousted in the playoffs by, by Kawhi Leonard. Uh, the way... Uh, like you said, you brought up the LeBron thing, LeBron and Bosch and Wade all colluding to <laughs> to become free agents at the same time and sign at the same time <laughs> with Miami. Uh, Golden State, like you said, it was a little more natural because they drafted their three All-Stars. They drafted Draymond Green. They drafted Steph Curry. They drafted Clay Thompson. They just happened to add Kevin Durant along the way, which, you know, that's a whole other topic if you want to talk about how Kevin Durant <laughs> went to go join a group of, a group of all stars, but whatever. Um, that, you know, here you go you're with LeBron and 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 Anthony Davis, and Anthony Davis winding his way out of New Orleans to go to 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 play in Los Angeles. It, it's just <laughs> maybe maybe it's maybe it's us. Maybe it's just us as fans of teams that of a team that isn't as fortunate to draw that kind of attention and to draw those kind of superstars. Maybe that's what it is. Do you think that's what well, it is? It, it makes it, it makes it too predictable. You know, that's, that's well, for sure. Is. Yeah. Too predictable. So, you know, by time, so even when I was uh, into watching, you know, NBA ball, I would typically start uh, chiming in around the playoffs because Let's face it, the NBA season is a long season. It is. 82 uh, games. So it's uh so usually around the playoffs, I start, you know, start watching and whatnot. And but you already know at that from the beginning of the season, just looking at who's on <laughs> what team, you already know who's gonna come down to. You know, and to me that's it's 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 not natural. Yeah. Uh and here's here's me being, you know gullible because I am, you know, a Washingtonian. And so naturally I am a Washington Wizards fan. I I like what I see there, you know, because right now uh, uh, Russell Westbrook is, is, is injured. So when I do watch the game, I see names that's not as big as a, as a James Harden or mm-hmm. as big as LeBron. But I'm seeing cats just making names for themselves. 
uh, we we're, we're now that wall is gone. Bradley Bill is 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 finally getting his just due. Right. Uh, what was it the night where he what put up six points? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, was it almost sixty points? It was. Yeah, yeah. I think it was just. I think it was just about sixty points. Before mm-hmm. Steph Curry hit that, put up sixty-two, mm-hmm. and then Bradley Bill almost gets it. Almost <laughs> gets. It. But you know, it, it, but to me, it's just like, look, like there's other. That if, if, if all right, I mean, to even make it to that level of being an NBA ball player, you have to be one of the best basketball players in in, in the world, anyways, to even make it to that level. But, you know, we always just focus in on certain names, but there's other guys out here that are just as good, but they're not getting the same shine, you know, because of what we're talking about, because you stack up these names all on teams, and that's all it is. It's just names, because we look at them at night, and we like, like, man, like, you don't, you don't look as good as you did, you know, when when you got your name, I guess that is, is is that a good way to put it? Sure, yeah, like, you know. So that's just because we always expect these people to live up to their expectations. Oh yeah, yeah, especially especially in the NBA. Well, I mean, it comes with any sport. You're, you're always expecting um, a, a superstar or megastar caliber player to live up to a certain to a certain degree and a certain expectation, a certain uh, level of performance. Pretty much any time they step on the field, the court, the ice or whatever it is so uh yeah that, that that's the right way to put it i just i i guess you know to to close this out the it does at the end of the day come down to like you said the playoffs with the nba as long as the regular season is in the nba the nhl and the mlb it always comes down to the playoffs because the regular season because the seasons are so long doesn't seem to have that value that the NFL season has. The NFL season, with it being 16 games, every every game matters. There is a there is a purpose and an importance to every single game because you only get 16 games, 17 games starting in 2021. Uh, in, in the regular seasons of the NFL, the H, uh, excuse me, the NBA, the NHL, and the MLB, there's so many games that you can go through lulls where your team's not that good. And then, boom, you snap out of it. Your team is great. You go on a run of winning, you know, uh, 20 of 25 games, and boom, you're right, in, you're right in the thick of the playoff race at the number one seed, number two, three, four, five seed, whatever it is, especially with the amount of teams that make the playoffs and all those leagues as well. So it, it, it does always come down to the playoffs. And, yes, it, it does make the playoffs less predictable when – or, excuse me, more predictable <laughs> when teams like this are put together. It, how is a how is a, a playoff team of James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving supposed to lose in the Eastern Conference? How who is who's going to beat that team? I'm not saying that that team's perfect. They definitely have some flaws. They lost a lot defensively in their trade. Um, they even lost some offensively in their trade. Uh, they had to give away, a, a, you know, some good, solid players that they had on that team, including, you know, their center, Jared Allen, and uh, their forward, Karis LeVert. But, I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, that, that team should be able to go out there and outscore pretty much any team that's going to walk on the court with them. Uh, and this is, of course, assuming that Kyrie Irving is going to come back and play. Uh, you know, he's going through his own 
personal issues right now. We're not even getting into that because I don't want to give him the light of day. But <laughs> the uh, and then on the other side of the NBA, you have the Western Conference where uh, the you know the Lakers. They, I mean, they're ten and three right now. They look like the best team in the West. They look like the best team in the league. You know, how are you, how are you supposed to stop LeBron and, and Anthony Davis? You saw what they did. You saw they dismantled, uh, you know, the Miami Heat in in the playoffs last year. It, it, it seems like you know Vegas is already declaring that it's basically going to be Lakers versus Nets as as far as like the betting odds favorites. It, it's predictable. It's it's what we're expecting now, and it's probably what's going to happen. So, I think it's bringing down the NBA. Uh, I'm sure NBA will still get its money's worth somehow, some way, and it'll get us some of its ratings because there is a gr- big group of people out here that fall for these superstars and putting these teams together. Uh, but I don't know. It's 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 concerning. It's worrisome for me, and I I, I don't know if it's ever going to change. To be honest. All right, so look at this breaker. I got a dilemma. <laughs> so the start of the at the start of the new year. They t- Netflix took away one of my most watched series. I'm, I'm a big fan of, you know, late at night when I'm about to lay in bed, I just load up the office. I, it's a guilty pleasure of mine. It used to actually be Parks and Recreation, but they took that away from me too. And I'll explain why in a second. But January 1st, you know, they took away the office from me. Like I said, guilty pleasure of mine. I just like to throw the office on and just have episodes just, just, stringing along as I'm laying in bed getting ready to fall asleep. But, of course, they took it away from me because NBC, which owns the rights to Parks and Recreation, The Office, and other various NBC series, has their own streaming service app now. It's called Peacock. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, right, right. So they took all, they basically took all their content off of other streaming services such as Netflix and and a couple of others like Hulu and things like that and put them on their own network on their own network app. Of course, that network app requires you to pay. You got to pay like five bucks for the basic service. If you want the commercial free service, you got to pay 10 bucks. And I was was sitting back like, man, I really miss watching the office. I really miss watching (laughs) parks and recreation. Am I really about to dig in my pockets and pay another $10 for another streaming service? I'm already now I'm I'm, I'm kind of getting Netflix for free. I think I pay like an extra I think I pay 2 or 4 dollars for it because uh it's paid for the the standard service is paid for through my phone company. And then I pay them like an additional 4 dollars for the ability to stream it on multiple devices. So I can share my account with with a couple of relatives. Uh and then of course, you know, I pay I pay for other services too. I pay for I mean, not just streaming services. I, I pay for a video game service. I pay for PlayStation Network. I pay for Zoom. I pay for a podcast host, a website. I pay for, you know, a lot of these different subscription services. Uh, Disney Plus. Have, are we, is this just what we are now? Are we just a subscription-based life now? Is this where we live at? Well, it, it's, it's, it's funny that you even, like, bring that up. Because I was just in a conversation with somebody about it, right? You know, so... Like I do have uh, Xfinity, okay. But uh, and I think like a friend of mine, and it, 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 like it started off how your conversation just just did as far as like at the beginning of the new year, you would think it's something new to get rid of. Uh, I mean, you know, think you know, think thinking something new or whatnot. But yeah, so my friend he was thinking about getting rid of, you know, his cable service, 
and just going just straight like all streaming you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that so and but i'm sure like everybody like i've had this conversation because as much as you're paying for uh cable and whatnot and for all the channels that they give you but how much of that do you really watch you know right so so i i guess what i'm saying it's like uh and even that the fact that you even mentioned the office like i've heard uh on just like a, a local radio station the other day that i guess like the office was the like the number one like was the number one most watched show on netflix yeah yeah like that was a that was a major draw for netflix was being able to watch nine seasons worth of content from the from the office so yeah. i mean it was a big blow to netflix but obviously it's a big game for peacock and i'm pretty sure they got a recent spike in their membership when right people, when people who have netflix saw that the office was gone the next day they probably like well i guess i'm switching to peacock <laughs> yeah so, so, all right and like and the, and the continues for what i was saying is, is the fact that yeah so you have all these streaming services going and you know so you got people dropping their cable and they're going streaming and which is cool for now but 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 there's so you know how to you know how the game goes uh because we've seen this with netflix right uh-huh you start off paying uh, one price, and then like every year, every year, there's a slight increase. That that, so, that one dollar increase, that two dollar <laughs> increase, that three dollar so, increase. So 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 needless to say, so 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 what I the point I'm trying to make <laughs> is so when the day comes and you're paying, you start these streaming ch- uh, channels and stuff start costing just as much as cable where does that put us right back where we started right and, back and that day's where we started. because you, you uh you just you, you test the waters you know and that's just what they do with with us you know it's like okay yeah. well they don't mind paying an extra dollar you know and then every year they not mind paying an extra dollar. then before you know it and, and then now you're paying that extra dollar for each streaming service so the reason why the only reason why I'm still holding on to, uh, you know, cable, uh, is sports. Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, we actually, me and my family, we got rid of cable uh, a few months ago, and we made the conversion to YouTube TV, which is it's basically like having cable. It's just it's just now available over the internet. So I can pull up YouTube TV from anywhere. I can pull up on my phone. I can pull up on my computer. I can pull up on my laptop if I'm, you know, at work or on the go. Uh, or I can pull it up on my TV using, you know, uh, uh, smart TV features or uh, Amazon Fire Stick in my case. So it's really convenient having YouTube TV because it basically is like having cable. It gives you uh, all the local uh, news networks or you know all the local stations nbc fox abc uh cbs you get all your major sports networks including uh espn mlb tv all those things yeah it's it's pretty cool and then you get you know your your standard cable channels like mtv discovery channel comedy central all those things so it, it basically is like having cable at a much cheaper price and without a lot of the fluff because it doesn't have a lot of those fluff channels that like you said you wouldn't watch i don't you know i don't need uh <laughs> i don't need a uh, 
Discovery Channel two and and and, <laughs> and uh and, and I don't need all the like the music choice networks and and all those kinds yeah. of things. It doesn't it doesn't give you a lot of those fluff channels that aren't necessary. It it gives you basically the standard stuff and then if you want to add additional stuff along with it you can there are packages where you can add the hbos and and other premium uh premium networks and things of that sort so uh, i really enjoy youtube tv but i do have that concern where you know it does eventually gain enough popularity and traction where they're going to start raising the prices and things of that sort so i i i definitely feel where you're coming from i think that's what's going to happen with peacock uh, peacock is like I said, it's probably seen a spike in in uh, subscriptions lately, and after a while, they're gonna let people get comfortable with paying that nine ninety nine, and that nine ninety nine is gonna become ten ninety nine, and eleven ninety nine, twelve ninety nine. Yeah. Well, and I think it was a, <laughs> a few weeks back. So it was a, a football game that was on. It was Arizona, and I can't remember who they were playing. Uh, San Francisco. It was Arizona, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and Amazon Prime had it to where you could only they had it to where you could only watch that game on Amazon Prime. And of course they kick it out there to where it's like you do your first thirty day free uh subscription. But you know what usually happens, you forget about it. Yep. And you start noticing like why is there thirty dollars missing out my account? <laughs> you know, because you forgot about that subscription because you wanted to watch that football game that day. So it's it's like, you know, I, I I believe that that's the direction that things are going, and I mean, but that, that, that's cool because I've always been a fan of YouTube in general. I think YouTube is freaking awesome, you know, in, in every like aspect of it. Uh, and and if you don't mind me asking, so how much uh, YouTube? You say it's YouTube TV is what it's called. Yeah, YouTube TV. It's about sixty. It's it's like it's somewhere between that like. Fifty-five to sixty-five dollar range um, is is what it costs a month. So it's okay. it's not too shabby. It you know could you know I think I me personally I think it's worth it, especially because you can you can get one subscription in it. You can share it with up to I think it's four other people. Wow. Um, yeah. So you know being able to share it amongst uh, amongst the family and everybody in the family household has access to it off of one off of one subscription you know I, I think it's definitely worthy as opposed to the the way you know cable internet phone packages are set up from these major companies uh i like i like it a lot but uh i, I just wonder if we we just need to get to a point where instead of overwhelming ourselves with the amount of streaming services we we get we just need to find a way to constrict ourselves to you know, one or two. Uh, and if you, I think, I think what, I think what it is is that people have that fear of missing out where you see these advertisements for, you know, some new show and that show is only available on this streaming service, you know, or some new movie and it's only available on this other streaming service. And people have that fear of missing out of, uh, 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 of seeing people on social media saying, Oh my God, this show is the best. Oh my God, this movie is the greatest. You got to get Apple TV plus to see it. <laughs> and then they go and subscribe for Apple TV plus to just watch that one movie. And then boom, what else are you watching it for? <laughs> you know, I, th- I think we, we will have to come to a piece where 
sometimes you just got to miss out on some of this new stuff that's going to be exclusive to certain streaming services and kind of wean yourself down, wean yourself back to just one or two of these subscriptions, not six, seven, eight, nine of them. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome how we just four circle back around to the black, ter- black Twitter conversation. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, cause that's a lot of what it is. I mean, think I, I know, for example, I I don't have stars, so I've never seen power. But you know, in several group chats I'm in, and anytime I log on Twitter on a Saturday evening, Sunday, or Sunday morning, all it is is reactions to how great power was, and power is the greatest show on earth. Everything like that. It's it's like I have a desire to watch it just to be involved in the conversation. But I just can't bring myself to pay the money for stars because I don't know what else I'm gonna watch on stars besides power, you know. Yeah, so not, yeah, no, I, I feel you. Like I, I don't think I haven't watched <laughs> like an episode of Power neither. You know, it's just because I'm the type of person if whatever is like trending, whatever's hot at the moment, I steer the steer the opposite direction of yeah, it yeah. I'm all about originality, man. I, I can't, you know, these all these, like I said, the challenges and stuff like that. I'm the opposite. <laughs> Good for you, see? And that, that right there is saving you some money. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's keeping me, me. There you go. There you go. Well, I think for our first episode without Carlos, we didn't do too shabby, huh? Uh, I want to say we did. <laughs> well, if you don't want Carlos to come back to the show and you want us want it to just be the Breaker and Dara show, you can email us at yesanotherpodcast at gmail.com to let us know. <laughs> or you can or you can tag us and tweet us uh on on Twitter at yesanotherpod or hit us up on one of our memes or very many clips from the show on our IG page at yes another podcast. And let us know that, uh, you know, we're better off without Carlos. (laughs) No, of course, we miss Carlos. We definitely hope (laughs) to have him back on our next episode. But until then, you got Darius. You got Breaker Breaker. Where can you be followed? Breaker Breaker 19 on Instagram. And coming soon on Twitter. Coming soon on Twitter. I'm going to try to jump on it tomorrow, man. (laughs) We're going to plug you as soon as you you get it out. We're going to plug you on on all our platforms. So we'll we'll get you hooked up. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. And then, uh, of course, you can follow me at the game eight three six. That's the underscore game eight three six on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, and you can also catch me streaming sometimes on YouTube and Twitch as well. For Breaker, for Darius, for Carlos, we want to thank everybody. Those of you who've been listening on Real Fun DC app, those who've been listening on other podcast platforms, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to yes another podcast. Be easy, everybody. Peace.